as we welcome in Mark Spector to the big program. Good morning, Spec. Hey, what's going on? That was uh, quite a tilt last night. No? <laughs> you know, any it, it was it was kind of like the '80s, wasn't it? Like an eight-four, eight-five game, and that we saw back in the '80s, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like it was like when the. D- Detroit's for playing in the Norris division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back sure. in the, back in the day when Stevie Y was getting 150 points. Yeah, he's you know what I like his team. He's built himself a finally. I mean, they missed the playoffs seven years in a row, so it's time to have a team there. But they got some good players. You know, they got a nice they've got a nice team there. I felt for uh, Mo Sider, who is uh, mm-hmm. you know I think turning into a really nice defenseman, but. You know what? When McDavid's having one of those nights and you're assigned to check him, I mean, good luck, right? Well, there were a couple on the two goals that were the secondary assists. You know, it was Connor out battling him. And I mean, when you're yeah. facing off with the best player in the world, and that uh, here's the thing and that best player in the world is not giving up at all and trying just as hard as he would be trying to go around you as he is trying to strip you of the puck. Man, that's, 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 dead, that's deadly. Yeah, that's a new side of McDavid in mm-hmm. the last while, right? Yeah. I'm not saying in the last five minutes, but in the last, you know, year-ish or whatever, when he he's he's stealing pucks and turning them into plays, and and it's so dangerous because Cider's got the puck and it looks like a breakout, so a lot of his support starts heading north, and McDavid steals that puck and now he's got it, and you know, there's not a lot of guys around to help defend. It's a it's an element to McDavid's game that makes him even harder to play against for sure. Oh, you know, and again, it's that it's a second, third, fourth effort on most importantly, the, I think the, the goal that they really needed because they were leaking and bleeding on the Holloway goal where he, you know, stripped cider just in the far corner and then, you know, came out and had the setup and then the rebound. I, I like when he called uh, Dylan Holloway a bull in a China shop. I thought that was kind of <laughs> after the game. <laughs> well, it's what we've been talking about yes. with Dylan Holloway. Like he's just, you know, he's he's doing everything at 120 miles an hour. And, you know, when he scored that goal and knocked over McDavid, <laughs> it sort of summed it up, right? Um, there's no lack of effort, you know. And, and Dylan Holloway, the game will – things will slow down for him one day soon here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just needs a stretch of NHL games without getting hurt and just to play. He just needs to play. It's going to come around for this kid. But right now, you know, someone told me yesterday, Kev, yeah. uh, Jason Buchla, I was talking to him from Sportsnet, and he's watched a lot of NCAA hockey, more than me. I haven't mm-hmm. watched a lot of NCAA hockey, frankly. And he said the difference is it's a, it's a pretty frenetic game. He says guys practice all week and they come out on Friday and it's a whole pack of – you know, 20, 21 year olds who just want to play. And he says, it's, it's a really fast, a little bit disorganized, sometimes frenetic hockey. And he said, those guys tend to take a little longer for things to slow down in the NHL than for junior guys who play 72 games a year, whatever it is. Uh, they play a more structured, organized game. So I think we're probably seeing that in Holloway, right? Well, we touched on it yesterday and I was so happy for him that he scored because that I, it's probably the biggest goal he scored in the sense of where the Oilers needed it. And, you know, again, early on in the period and Detroit was coming and all of a sudden you take a little wind out of their sails. But we talked about it yesterday, the fact that he has to start creating a lot more than what he has been. And he's getting a little more of an opportunity. 
when you look at the guys that I was comparing him to yesterday, uh, Spec guys like Seth Jarvis in Carolina, uh, that he was taking one pick ahead of Holloway. Anton Lindell is another guy in Florida that was taking two picks ahead of of Holloway. So I agree with uh, Bolka saying about it's just a different way of how these guys develop coming out of NCAA than you know tier one. So you know another another guy's Jake Neighbor, same draft. Taken twenty six, yep. take taken twenty six by St. Louis. Dawson Mercer is another one who's had finding more success, I guess you could say, than yep. an NCAA player. So uh, the the key here is, the, and you said your word yesterday, got to be patient just a little bit here. Yeah, just you know, and, and give uh, Knobloch credit. You know, Knobloch looked at his team after that second period. I mean, I haven't seen the, a team take it dead. Edmonton, the way Detroit did in the second period for a while mm-hmm. here, like man, they the Oilers couldn't stop them. Right, mm-hmm. getting out of there at three three was a was a victory, even though you had a three one lead at one point. And the coach looks at his team and says, "Okay, I got to I got to mix up the soup here." And he comes out right away with Holloway on the same line as McDavid, and they get a goal. It was a forty four seconds in, so mm-hmm. you know his his tweaks. Help to turn the thing around. You got a more mature team now in Edmonton. They can they can have that bad second period, settle her down in the intermission. I think their record being tied after two periods is eight, two, and one, which is a sign of a mature team, right? Wow. They've been winning that 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 coin flip third period. They've played eleven of them, and they've won eight of them and tied the other one. So, you know, that's a sign. I remember when Edmonton was Detroit. And Detroit was Edmonton, and Nick Lindstrom and the boys would give you, you know, you'd dominate them in the second period, and you'd say, okay, we got these guys finally. These guys aren't so good. (laughs) And then the third period would come along, and all the guys in Detroit who were savvy, older, smarter, experienced, they'd win that third period, they'd win the game and leave town with the two points. Mm -hmm. The shoe was on the other foot last night. Mark Spector, Roger Sportsnet with us on Sports 1440. Uh, here's a text, interesting text that just came in, Spec, uh, to get your comment on from Nick M. Good morning. If an Ekholm-style trade for a forward, uh, I'm, I guess he was talking about the pedigree of an Ekholm, for a forward presents itself, and Holloway is the ask, would you do it? And I guess he's kind of comparing Reed Schaefer, I would imagine, uh, a couple years later, but a first round, later first round than what Holloway was. I, I'm not doing this. I don't know if you are, but it would have to be like I guess. Uh, I got to know what the trade. I got to know what the trade is and who the guy is. Is it Gensel? You know, if it's Gensel for Holloway and whatever, are you making the trade? Well, I mean, before you can do anything, it's got to make sense for your cap. You you can't do it like the the beauty of the Ekholm trade was when he came here. He had three years left left in his deal and you knew you could afford him and he fit in in your cap and you could make it work. And Barry's so money was going out. Trade, yeah, the money was going out. The money it worked economically, worked for your cap. That's why the trade's so great. You'd make that trade a hundred times out of a hundred. If you could give me that trade for a forward that is impactful up there, as um, Ekholm has been on the back end, and I had to sacrifice Holloway to do it, absolutely I would. And the mm-hmm. reason is we're winning now here. This is a win now team. You know, give me a guy that makes me way better now and. God bless Holloway. He's going to be good, yeah. but he's not as good now as a, as the equivalent of Ekholm is. You know, if you told me it worked economically, I'd grit my teeth and sacrifice Holloway for a guy I had for two or three more years under contract. Yeah, I'd do it. 
Mm-hmm. Mark Spector with us on Sports 1440. One of the main reasons the Oilers did get the victory last night, besides the Connor McDavid six assist, was Stu Skinner again. Second period came up with some just massive saves, and the Oilers got a lot of luck too, Spec, but in the sense that Skinner made several key saves at key times, and he's been doing it all year long. Yeah, it's it's it just continues to make us look at Stu Skinner in a different light here. You know, the the game that we're seeing is not going away, right? Mm-hmm. It's not it's not turning out to be a hot month. It's a hot two months. Well, now it's a hot three months, and pretty soon it's you know it's over a hot half a season. And when you look at his body of work, you know, don't forget the guy was a Calder Trophy finalist last mm-hmm. year, and that made him the best rookie goalie in the game. And now we're into his second season and we've got, you know, after the first, whatever it was, 13 or 14 games, his, his season has been, he's a top 10 goalie in the NHL this season. There's no denying that his statistics all say that. And now we're saying to ourselves, okay, maybe this guy's just flat out a top 10 goalie in the national hockey league. And if you're a top 10 goalie as a sophomore, Kev, Maybe mm-hmm. three, four, five years in, you're a top five goalie in the National Hockey League, right? So yeah, no I mean, one said that three months ago, but we're, I can surely say it today. I mean, he's getting Vezina Trophy votes. There's no question about it this year. Uh, you know, he's got to continue uh, to play at a, at a good level here, but he is one of the main reasons that this team has turned it around, obviously, after uh, that slow start. What did you think of Patty Kane last night? Yeah, he's got jump. It's nice to see he's healthy, right? Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he's always lurking around and ready to finish, and he finds a soft spot. You always wondered how such a fantastic player can be alone so often, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's just a skill. Like, who forgets about Patty Kane being on the ice? Well, for 10 years, they've been forgetting about Patty Kane. I think there's something there. Uh, so I just like to see him play and see him. It's nice to see healthy. a guy that's been limping around for a couple of years be healthy. Looks like he can skate well enough to help you. Uh, there's a good-looking player there still, don't you think? I do, and I had a little chat with David Oliver in the press box last night. Speck mentioned that a little earlier. Oh, yeah. And uh, he, he said this is the first time that he's seen Detroit live. He's a scout now, that, uh, but he Detroit really, it's just the way the schedule's worked in his travel. But I said, what do you think of him? And I said, what would it take? What if, if Detroit goes into the crapper here? And in the next three weeks, and Patty Kane says, you know what, I'll move. I'll waive my no trade. What does it take to get Patrick Kane out of Detroit? Oh, that's a good question. I I, I said to Dave last night, Speck, I said, well, in my mind, I thought it would be a pretty good haul. And he said he didn't think so. Is he is he a expiring yeah. contract? Yeah, he's so he's in he's a UFA next year. He's he's two point seven five. You know that's his salary this year. So let's just say Detroit goes on a I don't know whatever they go two and two and ten here before the break, and they they feel that they're gonna they can get some assets for him. What are you getting? What do you think you're getting? What's the going rate? Oh, it, it's it's. I mean, if you're Detroit and you're giving up Patrick Kane, the MO is is futures in terms of either draft picks to be used to turn into players or a younger player. I'm not giving you Holloway for mm-hmm. him or a guy like that. No okay. chance. Or Broberg, no chance. No, forget it. He's an old, expiring contract. He's a rental. He's a second-round draft pick to me. I'm not giving you a first-round draft pick for Patty Kane. If, if for some reason he's open, 
Maybe someone will. Mm-hmm. Maybe think, someone will. I won't. You know how they're giving away these 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 first round draft picks that are you know twenty two, twenty three, and down. They're giving them away for free. It seems. So well, who knows? If someone can do that, I mean, maybe you know, talk to me at the deadline and let's see what the market <laughs> says. Uh, I, first of all, let me be clear. I thought Detroit. You know, they had a tough third period. They ran into the best player in the world yeah. playing at the top of his game. I think Detroit's a pretty good looking team. They're not falling out of it. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, they got the Leafs. They're they're in a wild card spot this morning. I don't think the, the Leafs are dealing or the Red Wings are dealing away anybody. I think they may even make a trade to bring somebody in. Speck, are you uh, going on the road here, or what's the story this week? No, no, Ooh. I'm not going on the road this week. I get to stay home. I'm looking for a place to get a couple skates sharpened today. Uh, where, where do you? Where's the guy get a skates done? Down well, you head down to United Cycle for one. They've got, and yep. then what you could? Are you? Uh, are you? Are you playing hockey or what do you do? Or you're just going for a skate? Yeah, I'm going for a skate tonight. Okay, but like, my skates are dull. But are you going to play hockey skates. too? Or I'm you... playing hockey tonight. Just going for a nice Valentine's Day. <laughs> so you That's and Shelka are going where? Are you going like uh, on the Oval or what? Yeah, I'll go down to Vic. I oh, think. Yeah. boy. I like Come you... on. You got to get a little romance in your life. <laughs> are you putting like rose petals on the ice and everything? Things like that or what? <laughs> no. The only red on the ice will be the blood if I bite it. <laughs> oh, You know what else? How about, Spec, if you start on uh, what? how far would it be? Kind of near... I'm trying to think of the best place where if you kind of got one of those, uh, you know, uh, like a like a Clydesdale with a little little sleigh, you know, with a little <laughs> hot chocolate and, you know, maybe Rusty, the horse from uh, Kramer was driving in Seinfeld, <laughs> hey, you know, and then you and Shelka just wheel up to the oval at Vic and, you you know, you are yeah. you tired? Are you going to tie your skates tonight too? Man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, see the romantic. Uh, well, you you get the notch so far today, Spec. Unbelievable. Oh come on! Any clown can take his wife out to dinner. We're yeah. going out for a, a little bite and then a little skate. Oh. And, uh, see how things go here. What Hopefully a, no what, one gets injured. What a guy! What a guy! <laughs> I'll tell you what, Shelka is just one a lucky woman, just a lucky woman, Shelka. Oh, I've always said that. <laughs> Thanks, Speck. Uh, we'll talk to you the next couple of days. I might phone you tonight right. about eight thirty or so. See how it's going. <laughs> yeah, just catch me. I'll be in the emergency uh, room uh, lineup. Oh, that's solid. Uh, so yeah, go to United All Cycle. Right, go to United Cycle. They'll take care of you. Okay, that's where I'm heading.